Hello and welcome to day six and episode six of the Dry Jan Like a Sober Rebel mini-series with me, Louisa Evans. You can listen to this series every day, binge listen to it if you're coming at it at a later date, or equally use any of this content wherever you are on your sober journey, whatever the time of year. It doesn't have to be dry January to benefit. All of the content across all of these episodes is pulling from my own experience as a therapist, specialising in habit change, and also as someone who's gone sober herself. Alongside feedback and advice I've collected from so many people in the sober community to share with you what's worked for them. So welcome, let's get stuck straight into this episode where we're going to talk about overcoming the belief that drinking is a reward after a long hard day or in a stressful time. So let's pick apart that belief that alcohol is in some way rewarding you. Let's banish it for good and also hear from other people as to what they now do to treat themselves that really is a treat to give you some ideas because I think we can all be a bit rubbish at taking time for ourselves or even spending money on ourselves. I know if you're anything like me, I didn't think twice about buying a bottle of wine or a box of lager for me and my husband and wasting the time drinking it. But if you were to suggest to me to take that money and spend it on me, then I would have balked at the idea. And so this is something that's quite useful to get into the habit of, of just seeing that you can reward yourself in other ways, other than the socially acceptable way of pouring yourself a glass of wine or a beer. So life is stressful. There are all sorts of things going on for all of us. It may not be work stress, it could be dealing with difficult relationships, navigating illness. All this ongoing stress makes it hard for you to unwind. And at the same time, it can contribute to a feeling of just feeling flat or having a loss of spark in your life when you feel like all you're doing is firefighting from one moment to the next. And what I want to assure you of in the first instance is whilst everything else is going on, alcohol will be making this problem worse, whatever it is. And while we're in this stress state, we're really vulnerable to things that provide a hit of dopamine. And dopamine is the neurochemical that helps us feel energised and confident. And I'm going to go into dopamine and how to get slow dopamine rather than quick hits of dopamine in a different episode. But it just needs to be mentioned here because we get dopamine from doing goal-directed behaviours. So things like online shopping, gambling using social media even, and of course drinking alcohol. And alcohol really does fit the bill particularly well for people who feel stressed or just want to unwind and reward themselves for a tricky situation or a difficult situation at the end of the day, because it does create a feeling of relaxation temporarily by temporarily blocking glutamate, which is our anxiety chemical. And it also then provides an energy boost. So there is science behind what you're getting out of alcohol and why that could have become a pattern for you that you've fallen into. And of course, drinking is socially acceptable. In fact, it's a massive part of most social situations and it's been marketed really well. So it can feel quite normal to settle in for the evening with a bottle of wine as a reward. We're going to look at those social influences in tomorrow's episode and how to pick those apart. 
But let's just start with the simple question, is alcohol actually a reward? Because that's what we're telling ourselves and we need to pick that belief apart. So let's look at the facts. We know alcohol is a toxin that your body needs to process and it makes you feel sleepy at best. It can make you feel argumentative at worst. And at the very worst, it can make you feel incredibly sick the next day. It can cause you to forget things and black out and to miss parts of your evening. So from a logical standpoint, a little bit of a high for 10 minutes or 20 minutes couldn't be further from a reward in reality. But I used to do it myself all the time. Oh, I've worked out really hard today in the gym. That's earned me wine time. I deserve it. Or I've burnt off those calories so I can drink them. Let's reward myself with that Prosecco. Or the kids are playing me up. I deserve a drink. I deserve a drink. What a phrase. I was seeing it as a reward, like a lot of people do. Maybe it's that I've navigated a particularly hard day or stressful day, or I've been rushing about all over the place. So my mindset was, I'll reward myself for that. I'll have some well-deserved me time with my wine. Having my wine stopped me rushing about and gave me a focus to stop. But the truth of it is, it isn't me time. It couldn't actually be further from a reward. For my mental and physical health, it's the complete opposite. It's more like self-sabotage and actually more like a punishment. So one of the biggest beliefs I personally had to shift about alcohol was that it was a treat and a reward. And when talking to others, they felt the same way. And it's no wonder, really, because that's the way it's been marketed to us and portrayed in things like films and television. You've only got to watch Netflix or any TV show and you'll see somebody tired and stressed saying they need or deserve a drink after a hard day. So I think we really can forgive ourselves for buying into this narrative because it is everywhere. One of the first things I did was to set up a reward or a treat fund. Because trust me, when you aren't drinking, you may be saving all this money, but it soon disappears into the ether if you don't channel it into something that you're going to see a result at the end of it. And it's important as well that these rewards that we talk about are an instant reward. So something that you replace that alcohol with and you want to make it a positive thing, but also then longer term stopgap rewards. So once a week, once a month with the money you've saved. So in the moment, your reward could be having a nice long soak in the bath or it could be having some time alone away from the kids for a minute going for a walk. They don't need to cost money, these rewards. It's just about saying to your body and your mind, you deserve a break and I'm going to honour that. So for the first few months, my rewards were things like, as I've said, going for a walk, having a shower, getting my pyjamas on, taking my makeup off, but I also spent money on books, audiobooks, and lots of things to support my sobriety. So journals, new pens, new diaries, anything I felt I wanted. Heck, I'd have got a sticker chart if I thought that that was going to help me. It's about whatever works for you. And over the months, I've treated myself to little things like new pretty glasses for soft drinks and for waters. I've booked bigger things like regular massages for my back. I've visited the osteopath because my back is a problem. And I also no longer feel any guilt whatsoever 
for getting my nails done regularly, for taking that time. Now that's something I've always done, but I've always had in the back of my mind a little bit of guilt lingering there. I've treated myself to nice face creams and lotions because as I've said, a big reward for me at the end of the day is taking that shower or having a bath. And then I put lots of lovely smelling lotions on with clean cotton pajamas. And I really like taking my makeup off and just feeling ready for bed because I never used to do things like that as a drinker. My focus was on my glass of wine and that was it. And honestly, my skin has never been better. And I think that's partly due to sobriety and not having alcohol in my system, partly not sleeping in my makeup, which I used to do a lot. Upping my water intake will have helped with that. And these lotions and potions I now use religiously, which is the ultimate act of self-care. And that is a true reward. A reward shouldn't have a downside. So my rewards are now reading a book or having an early night or watching films and remembering them or calling a friend and having a catch up. All the things that make me feel good without having any sabotaging or negative after effect. And as we've both given up together, my husband and I, we've committed a bulk of the money we know we would have spent on alcohol between us and we go away more and we do it sober. Our spending money is the same, but we then go away and instead of spending it in the pub, we go and we buy new clothes. We go and visit nice shops and pick up whatever we fancy guilt-free. But we sort of have a portion of our monthly allowance that's put to one side automatically, knowing we would have spent that on alcohol. So I think one of my biggest tips is don't just presume you're going to see this money at the end of this exercise because unless you put it to one side intentionally you won't notice it you'll easily blow it on other things one of the biggest rewards for me and mindset shifts has been making memories now instead of losing them and so there's lots of tangible things there that i can sit and say if i started drinking again i'd have to stop doing these things to fund alcohol and that's just another barrier to me going back. The extra holidays, the extra nights away, the back massages, the osteopath appointments. And of course, the intangible things like going to bed early and taking my makeup off would also go if I was drinking. And so now I remind myself of that fact. I'd be giving up so much because we can kid ourselves we'd still do that when we're drinking, but we don't. So in this first alcohol-free month or your sober stint or whatever you're doing when you're listening to this, have a think about some other ways that you would like to reward yourself after a long, hard day that doesn't have a downside or an after effect. I asked the sober community on Instagram what they do instead of reaching for a glass of something to treat and reward themselves. And this is what they came up with. Some people have said they take an hour in the gym and that's their treat. And I know that isn't for everybody, but for some people that's such a contrast to their drinking life, it becomes a treat. And of course you're getting all those wonderful endorphins as well and that dopamine hit from exercise. Going for a walk with a friend was another popular suggestion or a telephone call with a friend. Eating a large piece of cake, a donut, an ice cream, lots of food related suggestions there. Anna treats herself with iced coffee or Starbucks frappuccinos. 
and Carly treats herself to milkshakes or ice cream. So those are the treats in the moment. But here's some ideas for different treats in the longer term. Leah from Sober South Sea Squad started out with monthly treats and she was using an app so she could track how much money she'd saved and then justified the item she'd always wanted to buy but couldn't justify getting. So things like a new pair of Doc Martens and she's got some lovely pink sparkly Birkenstocks. I'm all for that. I'm all for the shoes and the clothes. All paid for with her sober funds. Another idea was to buy or to make a special piece of jewellery if you're making it. Obviously, that's time and creativity that's going into it. But buying something like a bracelet or a necklace or earrings or rings, they don't have to be expensive. But every time you wear that new thing, you'll be reminded of how far you've come since you've got sober. You could begin a collection. So every time you achieve a sobriety milestone, you could buy another item for that collection. And then that has some meaning to it. Somebody else here has said about getting a massage, as I've mentioned, or going and getting your hair done, having a manicure or a pedicure, going out for a film night with a friend you haven't seen for a while. I find a really good reward is actually doing something that I know there is no way I would have done drinking. So going out in the evening, getting in the car and driving to see someone is an amazing treat. Other great ideas are taking up some new classes like a cookery class or learning a language, combining the need to fill your time to entertain and expand your brain and also to feel like you're treating yourself all in one hit. So whatever you decide to do, having a little list of some instant rewards and some longer term rewards, there might be something that you want to get or do after 30 days, 60 days, 90 days and now you can do that guilt free. So I hope you found this episode useful and you've got some ideas for some sober treats and rewards and also that you've dispelled the idea that drinking alcohol of an evening is a reward because it isn't. There are some genuine things you can do to make yourself feel good without then feeling awful as a result afterwards. And just to remind you, all the advice contained within this episode is designed for grey area drinkers And if you suspect you have a dependence on alcohol or are finding it difficult, please do contact a medical professional who can support you. If you'd like to find out more about my story, then you can head to my website, louisaevans.com, where you'll find lots of useful links, including a link to my audiobook on Audible. And you'll also find a range of hypnosis and relaxation downloads that you can try at home on there. Use code SOBERREBEL, all one word, to buy one, get one free. You may like to follow me on Instagram at Stepping Into Sobriety. All of the links are in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you tomorrow.